Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. and welcome in to another episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast. It is I, Colton Robertson, and today it's the Bat! We're talking the Batman. I am joined by Tavares Pennington. What's up, homie? Hey, how's it going? Good to be here. Good to have a working mic. Hey, hey, guess what? The Batman binge continues, buddy. It continues today. It continues. Uh, fifth, fifth installment. We've covered Batman and Robin. We've covered the Dark Knight trilogy, and today... We continue with The Batman. We are also joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? What up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. And uh, oh, I've uh, been itching to talk about this movie at length um, and nerding oh. out about it. So yes, I'm ready I've for now this I've seen one. it uh, twice, mm. three times. Lucky. I'm only two. Only two in so far. I saw it twice yesterday. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to mention that. <laughs> Twice yesterday. Walk me through that decision. So I was like, uh, we we had some contemplation about doing the pod yesterday, right? And I was like, I was originally going to go to a one o'clock showing uh, once once plans fell through. I was like, unless we can get a podcast going. Uh, and then we planned for two. And I was like, all right, I can do that. One o'clock passes. I'm like, that's cool. Uh, then the podcast, we we're like, oh, we can't do it like 30 minutes later. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll catch the 140 showing. Uh, so I went ahead and went and saw it at 140 just by myself went uh, uh and then later later in the evening uh emily emily was doing something during the day i can't remember what she was doing but then uh she got back and she was like do you want to see the batman she's already seen it though right yeah she was she was she's been <laughs> itching to see it a second time and so i was you've like got, well, you've gotten her on well time. and there was also the fact that this is a just a little little real moment here uh I, I i don't know if you remember but i did text that i was going to see it a second time saturday night i had a I had a panic attack right before the movie and I had to leave. Uh, I did, couldn't get a refund on that. And I was like, I was so, I was, I felt so bad because Emily really wanted to see it. So I was like, you know what? Yes, I saw it earlier today, but I do want to see the Batman. I will take you to see the Batman again. Uh, mm. So that, that's, that's ultimately why should, should be like four or five times by now, frankly. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. but yeah, that's uh that, I had to, I had to get her her second showing, so I was mm, like, okay. I'll, I'll see it twice in a day for you. That's 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 an easy bet because I can't think of a better way to spend five hours of my time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can't. Um, you know, is it two and a half? Is that what it's about? What two forty five with eleven mm. minutes of credits? Ooh, yeah, man, I'm going, I'm going for my second showing in a, about two hours here. Um, hey. Eight o'clock or I, I, nine? Eight eight thirty. I, I knew I knew I was gonna have as soon as I finished it, I was like But I don't I, I can I turn around? Are y'all doing that one again? Like mm. <laughs> I actually almost did that too. And when I, I first threw it, I was like, I could just buy another ticket, like right now and just watch I, it again, stay here. So um, here's the thing, you know, I uh just uh in terms of a first viewing in a movie theater. 
purely from just how good the movie was, not Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are showing up. Obviously, this is hype. Far and away the best, the best first viewing of a movie I've ever had. Like I watched it and went, "Oh my oh. fucking god!" <laughs> you knew immediately. I, I, you knew in the midst of it, you were like, "Oh, Holmes said Thursday." October 31st. <laughs> I'm in. This is the greatest movie of all time. Oh my God. The opening of this movie, how this is honestly, I think the best depiction of like the fear aspect of Batman. And they focused on it. Like, yes. like the yeah. Christian Bale, you don't really get, get that, you know, like people are afraid of him, obviously. And they're like, it's the bat, you know, all the, whatever. But like, they made it a point. Like, they think I'm in the shadows, you know, like you can see the spray can or spray oh, paint whenever can they're rolling like, down. Look and like the music's you know, and like, playing and like, and they're like, no, no, no. They look up in the sky and they're like, no, like, no, like I'm, I'm leaving. And it's like, I don't he know. He says, he goes, fear is a tool. Mm. They think I'm hiding in the shadows, but I am the shadows. No. And like the fact that Matt Reeves, nobody has been, this is a perfect example of how goofy and inherently uh kind of dumb the superhero genre can be mm-hmm. fully embracing that and going and we're still going to fucking stick the realism down your throat mm-hmm. uh because like this is this is goofy a dude writing in his journal they think i'm hiding in the shadows but i am the shadows like that's oh. a fucking dorky move bro that's oh, yeah. a dorky well, ass move this uh, was the but first, it's awesome this was mm-hmm. the first time i really had to confront this interpretation of batman which i don't know why it landed for me now but uh what separates batman fundamentally from a fucking crazy super resource swat officer nothing he's he's just a swat officer who fucking yeah. is a lone and wolf this version it was this trained by the league of many. assassins and stuff you yeah know? of course of course that helps um, <laughs> it seems like this version <laughs> <laughs> from the context we can take is that he was mm. trained by Alfred and Alfred mm. alone mm-hmm. is the interpretation that I get. Mm. Uh, yeah. Cause more than Christian Bale, Batman, uh, which is the obvious parallel we're going to take like Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, uh, all these came at a different time when these, when this wasn't what Batman movies were, you know, it was just, it was something else. Uh, I think they nailed the anger of Batman, mm-hmm. you know, Christian Bale's Batman. I never got that. He was mad. It just seemed like he was like a man on a mission. Sure. He needed to get something done, but I never thought that what people were doing made him angry. You know, it was just mm-hmm. a matter of principle. Mm-hmm. Robert Pattinson's Batman. Oh my fucking God. Whenever he just puts that dude down, when he, when he walks out the first time out of the shadows in the subway, puts that dude down, takes him to the ground and then thumps him two more times. Oh my, I'm vengeance. And, and that was even Whoa. in the trailer. I was like, oh. that, that was even in the, and I remember watching it in the trailer for the first time and thinking, oh shit. Like, am I even going to, cause my immediate impression was like, I don't know about this. Like Batman just fucking like being this dark feels it feels like they're going to do something that I'm not actually going to be on board with. But th- it was like the exact opposite when you watched it. You're like, no, nah, no, nah, 
that Batman had to. He walked out like that. He had to do that. <laughs> he had to do that. No, and that's the thing is that like there's nothing he does in this movie. I mean, like obviously he's a badass, but there's not like a real thing you point to and go that thing he did in that fight. Holy shit! I can't believe a human being did that. Like you can't do with Batman. It yeah. was all relatively feasible and just him kicking ass. Mm-hmm. The badass things are him entering camera, him walking through steps. a building, him mm-hmm. like the slow, maniacal, even when he's just in detective mode and you don't even know he has his contact thing in yet. And like, that's why he's just standing still, you know, and staring for a while is because he knows he's just going to watch it later, which is just I amazing. Know, I know. Like it, that, it feels oh. so good as a, as a viewer, because you're like, that's how the Batman does this type of shit. Like he's but, really, oh, sees everything, game, bro. I, like looking back on, I mean, obviously the the biggest comparison um, that everyone's been making is the Dark Knight with Christian Bale, um, which is kind of unfair because this is the first of his trilogy, so we should really be comparing this to Batman Begins, you know. Um, but I mean, obviously, that it shows how good of a movie this is to automatically be comparing it to the best of the Christian Bale trilogy, or you know, what's held the best as Batman the best movie generally, um, and oh, yeah. one of just a one of the greatest movies to ever come out, just in general as well. Um, so, I mean, it shows how great this movie is, just that people are automatically comparing it with this. Um, oh, no but doubt. The, the, like, the billionaire playboy side of Bruce Wayne, like, I never really realized that it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to do it how Christian Bale did it. Um, like, from kind the of, get-go. Yeah, he kind of enjoyed it, too. You know, like... He he kind of he he had we had the sense that he would rather be Batman, not as much as Robert Pattinson, but you know, he kind of when he was Bruce Wayne, he was enjoying it. But like Robert Pattinson, he was just Bruce Wayne when he needed to be. Like whenever yeah. he just made like make an appearance for who I am. That's why yeah, like, I I feel like too like a uh, a uh, uh, deficit for Christian Bale's Batman is in the fact that we almost knew what his Batman story was going to be like at that point in time. It's not really, I feel like this, um, like we're getting to this point in time where these movies are starting to have to adapt characters in different ways because they've told the, the, the core comic book story, like the original comic book story. Um, and so we know everything that Batman's going to be. He's going to be eccentric billionaire. He's going to be Tony Stark, but for DC, in in, in in summation but this one i felt like i did not know what the fuck was coming next like mm. it was a it was a detective film his eyes like his use like he didn't even need to say a word to act like he just needed to stare and use the whites oh. of his eyes and like the angle that he looked at people and like oh dude it's it was the fucking he just like does a little side eye for like a lot of his looks at people like and he just does that. There's like the whenever he finds the thumb drive, right? And Gordon sits standing there. He like opens the opens the fucking console and just like <laughs> looks up at him. And and he goes, "What?" And he goes, "Thumb drive." Oh, <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And a lot of people are talking about this. I've seen people say not a lot of people are talking about this, but a lot of people are talking about this. This movie is funny. Um, there are a lot of moments that make me chuckle. Mm. Uh, 
because it, it's in the same way that the Dark Knight was funny. You know, like when when Christian Bale tosses the valet his car keys and goes, "You should see my other one." When he tells mm-hmm. him "nice car," like that's that's a funny line that's trying to be funny. You know, like that's that's supposed to be funny. But there's nothing <laughs> here that is explicitly supposed to be funny. Oh, this guy's hilarious. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. that's that mm-hmm. shit was oh. And, Jeffrey Wright's Jim Gordon. Oh, oh my god! My god! Oh my! god. Oh. Someone was like, "Oh, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect Jim Gordon to uh, come off so well." And I'm like, well, "Why? Have you seen Jeffrey Wright act? Like, oh, he's fucking. This man was I, born and bred it's for that. Crazy. Role. I was going like, I walked into this movie. I was like, I need to tamper my expectations, bro. I went into yeah. it thinking yeah. I'm gonna see the best Batman movie I've ever seen. I'm going to see the best Batman I've ever seen. I'm going to see the best uh, the best Jeff, uh, Jim Gordon I've ever seen. I'm going to see Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman. That's going to be better than anything wow. I've ever seen. Wait, so you went I, in like first viewing thinking that? Yeah. Like, I, I, went in, I went in. I, I couldn't help I mean, it. I, I, I mean, I went in. Just hearing like, all of the critic reviews beforehand and like the, those shows, like everyone was I hyped to be able to be maxed. If yeah. you go back like months ago on this podcast you will hear me say i think we're about to get the best batman movie we've ever gotten and i didn't i don't know why but for the entire time leading up to this movie i've just been going that movie's going to be fucking fantastic and i'm ready for it uh and it just fucking was (laughs) one of my favorite aspects of the arkham games is the relationship between gordon and batman and like this movie i mean they were partners like you they were partners and they in the Dark Knight, in, like, yeah. his trilogy, it's kind of, are. like, I, I mean, the relationship between Gordon and, 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 and Batman is great in the Dark Knight. Uh, don't get me wrong. But it's not, like, you don't really get the sense that they're true, like, partners through it. The, um, the police aren't given, I don't know what it is, but they treat, it, it, it's kind of interesting to look at how they treat the police in um, Christopher Nolan's trilogy as, as opposed to Matt Reeves' trilogy. Because the police are, they take on much more of a character. Like, there's an identity associated with the police force and their relationship with Batman and how he's sort of this, like, this accepted, <laughs> unaccepted figure. And it, mm. I don't know. It was just really interesting to me. Mm. Oh, really, I, Jim? You're defending this guy? Mm. <laughs> Ooh, because the it makes unsung sense, right? hero, Officer Martinez, the one who knew that it's a carpet, you know, or whatever whatever the tool was called. I, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. But, like, know, it's fucking, the unsung uh, hero, you know? Like, we hated him at first because he called him a freak, you know? But then it, he grew, you know? He, he's yeah. like, you're not supposed to be I here. Was like, but, I was watching oh, okay. that movie going... He, there's going to be something with Officer Martinez. Because, like, like, the whole movie, I'm going with, like, a distrust of Martinez. I'm like, maybe he's one of the dirty cops. And then it got to a point where I was like, wait a second. Maybe he's one of the only good cops. Like, <laughs> like uh, maybe maybe him and Jim are, like, it. Uh, I, I will say, I am uh, – there were, there were, like, a couple things about this movie that, like, it's not that I didn't like them. And one of them is definitely not that I didn't like it. Uh, the it's just really hard to watch in a real life context. Is mm-hmm. whenever like Riddler's plan doesn't just culminate in flooding the city, it also culminates in sending a bunch of people to a crowded building with guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that, I was like, oh, we're gonna go there with it, huh? Kind yeah. of insane that they showed this in a movie, oh, like yeah. uh. I'm not saying, like, it's going to give anyone any ideas, but, like, 
the island of New like New York City is, you know. I don't know. Like, um I you know, just we with everything about, happening. Ours in, in talked the about world. this when we went over the Dark Knight yeah, Rises. Like, we were like, hey, I don't think it's possible to take over Manhattan. But if it did. is, <laughs> the blueprint is here in the Dark Knight Rises with Bane. Uh mm, well, yeah. I don't know. Bane took over like uh, Wayne Industries and got all that tech and stuff and like had a mat like Bane it's he had a much bigger start and had a crazy beginning but the Riddler is like way more obtainable for one person to do any oh, one no, yeah. person like, yeah and I think they were they were pretty on the nose with what they were going for there with yeah. the followers and everything like it like mm. would like real. Remember, I think I told you um, before I saw the movie, if I could pick one word to describe the movie, I think it would be real. Um, before I saw it, I mm. think I, that was the word I chose was real. Yeah. And uh, coming out of it, I don't think I could come up with a better word. Vengeance, it's too easy, though. Um, dark, too easy. I, I feel like real um, – is like what I take out of it because that's what makes this movie like it it, it accentuates yeah. this movie to like the max is well, the Riddler felt real and that could actually happen. Batman, all this fighting was real. The suit a, felt real. The Batmobile, like oh. In mm. a certain way, they kind of correct on maybe one of the reasons that most people uh, just like don't remember The Dark Knight Rises super well um, is because it sort of resolves with this idea of. Batman is now a myth, you know, Batman, Batman was always a myth. He is once again, a myth. Batman is sort of this uh, specter of vengeance over the city that, that keeps them on track, yada, yada, yada. He, you, you, you feel that in this movie. It is a, it is an actual thing from the very get go with Matt, with uh, uh, Matt Reeves, that Batman is this like larger than life figure in a certain like I saw a tweet that said they only actually call him by the Batman once in the movie and it was when they referred to the Batman project between him and Gordon mm. is that true is I noticed true? on the second watch I really picked up like every time um like Batman and, and Catwoman were talking to each other vengeance like she she called him vengeance like vengeance. 90 99% of the time um Gordon rarely ever said batman like he like ever really ever referred to him as like by anything it was just a, yeah, man. Like, yeah, man. like yeah it was just like a uh, casual like talking in conversation ozzy love love this interpretation of penguin bro holy uh, colin farrell he up like, the, he's like hey i'm ozzy i was like oh shit tony soprano yeah. i just he just screams he it is he is tony soprano i got and that's you the best interpretation i got you I got you. You big man, though, Oz, huh? You big man, though, huh? Oh, well, maybe, dude, don't get me maybe started I am. on Carmine Falcone. I had to look him that? up in the movie to see if it was the same guy from Transformers. <laughs> it was. Yeah. And I know. I was oh. like, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I have been dying at where I've seen that man before. I know. It's my oh, neighbor, John Turturro. Oh, my God. Wow. He is a, an amazing, absolutely phenomenal cast for villains. Like this cast is insane. Like can like it's nuts. Whenever you roll down and you're like, I was trying to pick out like the performances I liked the best. I mean, obviously Robert Pattinson, 
he's my favorite Batman now. I think he portrayed him the best. I think the sec my second favorite is the Arkham games, and then like it goes. I don't know, but uh, Uh, wait, finish finish your list first. Well, I was gonna say like I don't really know where Christian Bale lies on my list because I really think of his trilogy. What I like more in those movies is the villains. Um, the villain sides and the other characters that I think are like the better aspects of the movie. Heath Ledger's mm-hmm. Joker, Harvey Dent, uh, Gordon. Um, like I feel like all these characters are Not better Ukraine. than than like Christian Bale. I, I think Christian Bale becomes like more of a side character in his own movie, and I never got that with Robert Pattinson. He's oh, the no. main character. Like it is on him, and it's about Batman. Like, yeah. and that's who he truly is. You know, like I feel like this is just the strongest depiction. Um, and I, I don't know where Christian Bale lies. I have no idea. So I, what, so my, my thinking throughout the movie was that Robert Pattinson is Batman. Like in this, put that man in the suit. He's Batman. Like no questions about it. He looks and oh my God. Oh my, he looks, sounds, his voice isn't the fucking, the collar around his neck leading into the fucking leather ass looking cape that we like. Oh my oh. god! Oh yeah! And then the the things that were on his forearm that were all wrapped up, and you're like, "What are those?" those and then you so realize funny. that it's just the flight suit all wrapped up, and like, you know, like, like that's what it was the whole time. Is that it's yeah. just like the flight suit like wrapped up and and folded. So like, it, but it also like works out his armor too, and it's like bulletproof. Um, like super cool. Like I don't know. This was just sick. Just seeing yeah. him like tank bullets, but then like the double barrel you know like uh oh, that kablamo uh, that that's gonna take a a oh my god yo and um, then he hit himself with the fucking adrenaline and near and i love that that's what that scene they, was like from saw, the, from the saw, trailer i saw a theory that that wasn't even adrenaline that 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 the someone said that it was, it was a green ish liquid uh, yeah but no. joker toxin or bane or, uh, like bane's venom or what is it's not, not though there's no way I, I, yeah i i there's... didn't think that but that because that, that would mean that he's already in this universe dealt with bane and like or, every time that batman has taken he developed it, this and bane takes it from him that's yeah i was i was thinking that but like whenever you're on this stuff you get like extremely addicted to it immediately from the first time that you take it because like, I don't know, like, maybe Batman has the mental fortitude to be like, that power is only when I need it, you know, in only dire situations, so I'm not going to get addicted to it. Maybe he is that strong, but, like, anytime in the comics, whenever he's taken it, like, immediately he cannot stand it. Like, he oh. it's, becomes just immediately addicted to it, and he goes, like, in this crazy path. And, like, okay, I don't know. I I, I, I mean, I, I so this cool, kind of... And I think they do it the right way, but... It'd be interesting to see this, how they would work around. This kind it. of bleeds into the ultimate comment I wanted to make originally, which is that I, I one hundred percent, one thousand percent believe Robert Pattinson is Batman. I am less sure that Robert Pattinson is Bruce Wayne, but I think that is just because this interpretation of Bruce Wayne is so foreign. Um, Bruce Wayne doesn't exist. He, he doesn't exist yet, really, right? Like he's that's the whole point of the Riddler. Feels you know? like a disturbed teen. In an overgrown yeah. body, honestly, that's what Bruce Wayne. Feels well, like I mean, me. his parents died. He just he got stayed in his mansion and, and learned how to fight from Alfred. That's all he knows is just sadness and Gotham sucks. And yeah, like I don't like. 
And I mean, I, now he knows more about why Gotham sucks. Oh my god! And like the uh, the Council of Owls, or is that what the Council? Uh, the the Court of Owls. Court of Owls. Yeah, that, that, that Council didn't sound right, but like seems that they're going kind of that route. Um, that there's as soon as like, I saw the card with the owl on it and stuff, mm-hmm. like there's a lot of little things in this movie that kind of like nod to others to other mm-hmm. stuff. It feels like, uh, and that was that was definitely one of them where mm-hmm. I was like. That's weird. The who? A crazy thing that I can't believe I didn't pick up on first watch is the opening of the movie seeing a little boy in all red with a sword and not immediately going, oh, that's Robin. That's a Robin costume right there. Red ninja sword. Like, and that kid turn. I mean, like, I am like 99% sure that this is going to be Robin. Like, perfectly oh, aged to where batman will be kind of like a father-ish figure to him he immediately locks eyes with him and stares at him because he knows it's like the same exact thing he's going through and like it's robin but i can't believe when i was watching it for the first time when he's staring at him with the binoculars through the window that i didn't go robin right away like that's literally a robin costume like right there and i'm like how did i not put that together but on the second watch i'm like Oh my gosh. Like wow. From the very start they were like letting us know. See, I never I never oh. got those I never got those vibes from him either. Uh even even three watches later. The guy that I think uh is the kid with half his face painted. You think that's gonna be Robin? Who can't go that's, through with that was the other theory I man. saw. Funnily enough, that actor also plays, plays Robin, Robin in Titan. No way. Titan. Yeah. Oh damn. Well, I guess Batman has multiple like yeah, and that's the thing. The like, it, it could be Tim Drake, yeah. Dick Grayson, um, these different things. But, I don't uh, know. Mayor Mitchell's cool. son. But the red, dude, the red suit, though, I don't uh, know. And, like, the fact that he's, the like. swords and everything. And, yeah, like, and feels... right when he, he's staring at him the whole time, saves him, you know, like, um, picks we, him we up at the very agree. end, too. Uh, like, he's had, like, it has more moments with him. And if, I don't know. I feel like the other guy See, hasn't I... really had a moment other than that one interaction where he no yeah and that's really interesting because i only took that i didn't i never even took it that extra step to go robin i just took it as a really powerful story mechanism building to him being the first person who trusts him at the end Mm. Uh, Mm. because everyone's afraid to come out and And the first person to take his hand is the kid you make it like that like they make you think it's gonna be um like the mayor yeah, because, like, you don't see the kid at all, but then, then you he, see him come out, and it's just like, oh. Oh, I, I got chills. I cried. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that that's probably my favorite part of the movie, too, is that is is you know, that very end scene where he leads the people out of the stadium with the fucking flare. And, uh, God. Oh, it's uh, some amazing visuals there. Like, Claire was noting that she was like, those are, those are some beautifully composed scenes. He oh, is yeah. truly not afraid to die. Like, they showed that he has zero fear. Like, even whenever the, the bat in the cage with the letter up top, his hand, like the way he just reached in, not affected by anything, grabbed it. You know, and then um, in death, gets shot, you know, double barrel, right to his head. And he's just like, all right, this is it, you know? All right, all good, whatever. And then the freaking cut the electrical line too. He's like, yep, got to do it. You know, this gotta could kill it. me, but who knows? You know, we'll and that's, that's what's awesome about him too, is that there's also this, this vulnerability that he does show when Alfred's laying mm. in the hospital bed where he's like, you know, I'm not, 
I'm not afraid of what happens to me, but I've, I've realized that my fear is not about me. It's about everyone I care about. I bawled my eyes out in that scene. Whenever Alfred extended his hand, like I was already tearing up a little bit before. Oh, but, but that was it. His hand out. He, and then they I held like, hands, bro. Oh, I was like, I was like, this oh. Wayne holding his hand, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Oh my God. Like, nah, but really though, the, the thing for me that's fascinating is this this movie's like really well segmented uh and you realize it on on second viewings uh second and third viewings because first first time you watch it you know you don't know the structure of the film you're going place to place following the storyline as it happens but the second time you watch it the first act is dealing with riddler the middle act is the storyline of catwoman batman and carmine falcone and how all that interacts and then they finish it off with more riddler shit and it's like uh, that middle is the heart of the film. Yeah. I think without it, you lose a lot of emotional resonance in this story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carmine Falcone's uh, connection to both Selena Kyle and Bruce Wayne by having had both their parents killed. Uh, Damn. And that, oh, well, we the- don't know for sure. It's up in the air still, you know? Oh, wait, and how you... about the fact that I'm fairly certain uh, at the funeral, Bruce Wayne comes face-to-face with the man who actually did his parents' end. Hey, don't I know you? And Bruce Wayne can't stop looking at him, like... And then he, like, fades back oh, into black. I didn't even... I didn't get that vibe at all. I thought oh. it was just because he was like, these, these rich son of a bitches, they just deserve it. And then he, you know, he's like... Bruce Wayne, you know, obviously billionaire right next to him, hearing that these rich son of a like son of a bitches should just deserve to die. And he's like, oh, wait a minute. Do I know you are a billionaire? And, and, you know, initially, I think I write it off. It's the look back and then him retreating into a shadow. That makes me go, that's Joe Chill. That is the man who killed his parents. Uh, hmm. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so next time you watch it and you're at the funeral scene. I'm fairly certain that's true. I'm fairly certain it's the guy who pulled Trig. I hardly even um, remember the funeral scene occurred. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. And the whole... Oh, yeah. And the, the car wrecks into it. And the so days I'm just going to call him Robin. I, I think, like, this kid is Robin. I'm That's what I'm going with. I'm sticking with I'm, it. Hey, I'm with um, that. I'm with that. But we agree that there has to be at, a Robin in this trilogy. One like, of the two is 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 a Robin, yes. I feel. I, I feel like, pretty confident. Thing, but even but... just like in general, like that was the thing that like was the biggest letdown, arguably, of the Dark Knight trilogy was fucking the fact that they introduced Robin in the last five seconds of the fucking last movie. <laughs> and his name is just Robin. Like yeah. his actual first name is Literally. Robin. You're just like, you've never been his name. You messed that up. That That's does like, not satisfy the, us what's whatsoever. What's the point of the of the mask and the costume if you're just gonna go like imagine if i was a superhero and i just went by joseph like it, it well uh, okay like sure um i don't yeah, know but yeah. um ah oh. but yeah but, i mean uh, he saves him looking at him he knows like oh he when did- he uh when he jumped like i love whenever batman is uh looks out for the kids like and you know that's the natural thing for batman you know his trauma occurred when he was a small child mm-hmm. he will look out for small children and i think it's I, I just loved seeing that like as soon as he saw there was a problem didn't look anywhere else looked straight to the kid ran after him grabbed him and went out of the way like mm. I, I just i really love little details like that and uh especially like you know orphans obviously 
But I like the distinction that the Riddler made that was like, you're not really an orphan, like at all. Like, yes, your parents are dead and traumatizing, horrible experience, but you got to live in a mansion and everyone talked about you and all the other orphans were left behind, you know? And I never like really thought, I'm like, yeah, Batman's like this orphan the whole time, but like, yeah, he's not 30 to a room. Like they're not dying of the cold. They're not like, like mm-hmm. in true orphan conditions or whatever. And it made like perfect sense to why the Riddler, like his character would spring or like his, his arc, you know, why he, his origin story basically, you know, and uh, it I is know. really interesting that that's that. And that specifically, that part of the movie is what, uh, oh, besides, you know, Riddler's doing murder. Uh, so that automatically Riddler's separates doing them. murder. He is uh, doing that. So that that automatically separates them, but it's that motive, the jealousy mm. that eventually separates them uh, from being two characters who are acting purely through what they see as uh, justice through violence. They both, they're both doing that for most of the movie. And then uh, Riddler goes, the sins of the father must be bestowed unto the son. And it's like, Oh, well then that reframes all the other shit you did as an excuse to do violence. Uh, Because if you were truly just taking stuff out on the people who did wrong, you wouldn't do shit to Bruce Wayne. Hmm. You're just looking for someone to hurt. Or you wouldn't Uh, flood the city and, and have like, but prior to that, you know, like that's (laughs) that's what I mean. Like at the first time you're watching it, you're like, ah, this is, this is the distinct point that reframes everything. And then he's going to destroy the city. Mm. Can, like, we clear, can we clear? Can we clear that? I'm pretty sure I have this locked down, but a lot of uh, it's there's a lot of discussion around this scene when he's you know Bruce Wayne, you know Bruce Wayne, and he know like does he know that that's Bruce Wayne or or not? And I left with the same impression that he does not. I don't he, think he does. and it's he does. purely coincidental. I think he does, and the reason why, and the only reason why is. They show the camera, and Bruce looks at it, or you know he looks at it. But the Riddler, he knows, but he doesn't want everyone else to know yet. See, but he why? Likes after it's just them. But after he, his plan fails, why wouldn't he leverage that? Because Riddler still wants to be friends with Batman. He thinks they're the same. He thinks they're a, a team. He doesn't no. want. He doesn't want the whole this world. Wasn't how this was supposed to go? Exactly. Bruce, you know, Batman. He's standing in uh, whenever they're up in his apartment. And uh, he's they're saying, oh, his next target's Bruce Wayne. He's thinking that he's going to unmask him and that that he's like, I think this is coming to an end. The Batman, you know, the Batman's coming to an end because he uh-huh. thinks his identity is about to get revealed. But that's mm-hmm. not what was happening. He just wanted to kill Bruce Wayne. He wanted just to kill Batman, like straight up. Like, I, I, I don't that's know where um, I think I think that's where they left it pretty purposefully ambiguous, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, uh. I don't think that I know the real you written on the wall was actually, I know the real you is Bruce Wayne. I think it's, I know you're with me. I know you believe in this. But the whole, the mask, you know, you put on the mask so you can be who you really are. And the mask allowed me to be who I truly was. And See, but he's talking saying to Batman that, there. But yeah, it's saying that you're, this is the real you. Like you, mask or no mask, this is the real you right here. You are the Batman. And like, 
him him just being the Riddler, he knows everything. He's calculated. Like, who knows if him saying, no, no, this is not how it's supposed to go. Maybe this is all in his plan, and he knew Joker was in Arkham, and that he planned to go there. Make it, Like, I'm serious. Like, it's the Riddler. It's Nygma. Like, come on. Like, this is what he does, you know. And, like, there's three yeah. more or two more movies I, coming. I, I, I so, like, if, he, uh, if he didn't know the Joker was in there, he was acting awful goofy when the Joker was right next to him. I don't know. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, uh, I, I do. I think he knows, but he didn't want the world to know. I, I um, will say that this is probably the, the Riddler that, I mean, for obvious reasons, the Riddler that we all fear the most because every, I can't think of a single, even including the games, a single adaptation of the Riddler that wasn't just fucking an idiot. Like you're just like, bro, goofy as shit. You spent all your time putting these riddles all up through the city for me to just. Dude, come it's hilarious anyway. because the Batman's always like justice. Hmm. The answer's justice. You just asked it five seconds ago, but I'm already. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, that's the and you know it's funny uh, for a movie that uh, I absolutely love and i think is uh, potentially you know i'm gonna have to remove recency bias but amongst top three favorite comic book movies of all time for me uh straight off rip right here mm-hmm. um the villain is my least favorite part yeah uh the riddler is the worst part of this movie uh the, okay i think an important worst? distinction to make here is that like his character, I think, is the the weakest part of the movie, but the plot that he brings to the movie is super strong. So, That's, like, yeah, I think yeah. it's just his character in itself, and like, I don't think the performance of of him is bad. I think like the it, like his performance is really good, but it's just every other character is so much stronger and means so much more to the story that the Riddler's just kind of there for the plot mainly. Yeah. And like, like the only, the only scenes with the Riddler I like are when he is, and they're the only, I guess they're the only two really important scenes with the Riddler are when he is talking to talking to the Batman, whether it be over the phone or it's in his face. Those are the only two scenes where I'm like interested in what the Riddler's doing. You know, like uh, I want to go back and know what Selena Kyle and Bruce Wayne are doing. I want to see what Carmine Falcone and uh, Ozzy, cobble potter up to but like uh every time we went back to the riddler i was just kind of like uh all right well here here he goes he's gonna kill another corrupt guy and we're gonna learn everything important about it here in a second uh i'm trying to think uh did you catch uh whenever he was in the diner and he had his two ids did you see both of the names i tried to catch them both times i only got like one of the names and i forgot them already and it's like i've tried to like I was solely trying to get it, but I couldn't remember. Um, yeah, I'd look up uh, the Riddler. Yeah, yeah, two IDs. Um, now I, I saw the the one on the bottom was like I think it was Edward, and the the last name started with an N, but I don't think it was Enigma. It was uh, Enigma so think, in the movie. It was uh, it was Nashton, I think. Nashton, yeah. Edward Nashton. Uh, Which in the comics is his last name? Nig- uh, Edward Enigma. I really uh, like. I I, I kind of hope they do the thing from the Arkham Origins storyline where they, because Batman at that point in time doesn't know who the Riddler is, so he uh, he goes by e, uh, Enigma, which yeah, I, e. 
Yeah, which I always thought was a, that's a kind of a cool way for him to think of the Riddler before he really knows who he is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I uh I don't know. It was a really fucking good movie though, dude. And yeah. uh the Riddler and that is the thing though is that, you know, it he does provide a really great antagonist for this for this Batman, you know. Right. Like this uh well, this works really well here and we talked about how it's grounded you know like there's a realism to this that feels just authentic like this could happen but the world matt reeves has created feels more mythical uh Uh, like i could see this batman fighting clayface and poison ivy and stuff i could not see christian bales and christopher nolan's batman fighting clayface and poison ivy i can see him fighting these more out there and mystical threats. Uh, yeah. Ah, yes, Patrick Parker. That was the other one. Edward Nashton and Patrick Parker. Huh. Oh, so he changed his name to Edward Nigma. Yes, yeah. To make it E-Nigma. Uh... What's the Patrick Parker? Like, what's the... Is, is... He was an alias. <laughs> Pee-pee. It says Parker was one of his aliases. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Man. Ah. But uh, I do agree, like, with you, like, in the sense that he kind of was the weakest, like, part of the movie. Which is insane because it's not bad. Yeah, and that's the thing. Is that, like, I I said worst part of the movie just because, like, and even though it was the worst part of the movie for me, it was the, it it, it wasn't weak. You know, like, it was just, it was just that I liked I liked the dynamics between a lot more of the characters and Mm. I liked the stuff they were bringing to the table more. The only other, like I will say I wanted, I don't know what I wanted, but uh, I need, I need a little bit more of Andy circus Alfred, Mm. you know, like, uh, yeah, I don't feel like we got enough there and maybe it's just because Bruce Wayne's still a little, like a little bitch at this point to him. Like he's like, you're not my dad. I'm really hoping this feels like the Batman begins from Nolan's trilogy where it's like that, after that, and I mean that also, the Dark Knight came after the Batman Begins, so that was just already like it just it just collapsed to the way that he. Well, I don't even know at this point if I want to say the way that Christopher Nolan built the world of Batman. Like, what was it that made the Dark Knight trilogy? Because like it's so wild how you release a Batman movie, and I then immediately what's considered some of the best movies ever is just it it, it it's not worse, but it's just like you're like. I think you take Heath Ledger out of the Dark Knight and it doesn't have the praise that it has. Like, I truly think it is the villains and the story that makes that movie so good and the way it's shot. And it's not the Batman part of the movie. Oh, I I 100% agree with you. Here's my thing is that this is visually the best Batman movie we've gotten. Mm -hmm. Uh, I won't necessarily say most innovative because Tim Burton did Batman. Uh, and his Gotham was fucking insane. Yeah. Uh, Seems like his got Tim Burton's Gotham's kind of a, a bit of a foundation for this one. Yes, yes, I I would say so. And this uh, this kind of acted on it in a way that we could bring it to life a little bit more, uh, a little bit more beautifully, uh, and a little bit more real mm. realistic. But those matte paintings and stuff, mm. like the yeah. the physical props to have on set, like yeah. it's it's a beautiful it's. It's incredibly visually innovative, you know, and I don't think Christopher Nolan's Batman 
it was the Chicago. Thing at, <laughs> the thing that yeah. those movies excel at is being well written. And specifically Batman begins in the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight Rises is kind of a fucking mess. But <laughs> I'm glad we can agree now. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. But the Dark the Dark Knight I, I've had that question too, you know, is it just because of Heath Ledger's Joker that I'm feeling some type of way about this movie? Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you do take him out of this movie, it is, it is crit, it is a critical blow because, uh, it is tied. His story is directly tied and parallels Gordon, Harvey Dent, and Batman's in that movie. Like all of their storylines revolve around how they respond to the Joker. Joker's the main character. Like, yeah. Yeah. Of the movie. I don't know. Like Undoubtedly. I and if not the Joker, Harvey Dent. Like mm. that's that's the thing, is that mm. those two are the main characters of the Dark Knight, which is really fucking interesting. And I you know? can't and believe I, I really like, do appreciate it. So many people are calling Christian Bale the GOAT, like as the Batman. And I'm just like, yes, his movie is good and could be the GOAT of the movie, like all overall. But like if you're calling him the best Batman, like, no. Like I I can't get behind that. Like, I don't know. Just, I, I I could see an argument for him maybe being um like definitely a very likable. Yeah, he's just I, the right, one you grew up with. He's a very likable interpretation of Bruce Wayne. Like, but whenever we heard the word Batman, we thought of Christian Bale. At least, like that's who I thought of my whole life, pretty much. I went to George Clooney's um, nipples. Mm. <laughs> well, and the thing about the, the Batman I think of now is it's not Robert Pattinson necessarily. It is Robert Pattinson's body in the Batman suit. That's what I think of when I think of Batman. Yeah, you know, I'm not picturing Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Which is, That's uh, the thing, too, to is that it's, it's, this is what Heath Ledger was to the Joker in terms of an all-immersive, like, I'm looking at the Joker and I'm not thinking of Heath Ledger. I'm thinking of the Joker. That's how I feel about this Batman. You know, I look at Michael Keaton's Batman. That's Michael Keaton in a bat suit. I look at Val Kilmer. That's Val Kilmer in a bat suit. I look at George Clooney. That's George Clooney in a bat suit with nipples. I look at Christian Bale. That's Christian Bale in a bat suit. But I look at Robert Pattinson, and that is fucking Batman. This, the promotional of the black and red um, bat suit where it's only the red. like, And, and, and this is kind of like the uh, – oh, what was that called? Like the animated version – um, of his suit that he had. Oh my God! What is that one called? The movie where he has the Batman Beyond, maybe. Um, where he has, oh, yeah, where he yeah, has yeah. like kind of this suit. It reminds me of it a little bit. Like I love oh, the no, use of red yeah. and orange in this movie. Orange is critically underrated, in my opinion, and they oh, used dude. it a lot in this movie. Um, Sunsets and uh, the silhouette shots of Batman. Uh, oh God! Man, that's, that's right there. That the scene right there. We haven't oh. even talked about the fucking car chase yet. Yeah. Uh, oh. there's even a part where they get out of a, they get out of the elevator to get into the garage where they find the thumb drive and the light from the elevator behind them the shot they show is a silhouette of Batman and Jim Gordon walking next to each mm. other and if you watch it again you're gonna go holy shit that's fucking beautiful and it's one of the it's a very simple shot that is Wait, on screen for like two seconds which scene is this? It's when they get to the, uh, they go down the elevator to the garage where they find the thumb drive. Oh, where, okay, uh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, it's after they find the drive clue, mm-hmm. they cut to them doing that. But, uh, mm. yeah, this movie was fucking amazing. Yeah, but and, uh, the, the car stunt through the, okay, wait, uh, of the Batmobile, 
whenever we're first seeing it and it's charging up and he's just letting the fear rise, you know, did it stall or was that on purpose that he stopped? On purpose. He was trying to separate Ozzy from his crew. Okay. Thank you. Um, that, that's what I thought. Like everyone's I like, everyone's like, he, he doesn't know how to drive. Dude, dude doesn't even know how to whatever. But then well, you see was, him absolutely crush on the road. Like you see him be a yeah, perfect, no, like, are you he's like, fine. Yeah, he, yeah he's, he's trying to feeling. go yeah. like, this doesn't look like the technological Marvel that the dark Knights Batmobile is. It is a fucking street Hellcat that is here to kill you. Yeah. And, uh, well, this you is, should be this scared the, and run the other this way. This is just the first movie. Batman doesn't get his checked up Batmobile until the Dark Knight, um, where it gets or does he maybe have one? But it's he not hasn't like against. yeah, he, he, yeah, he hasn't. Like the thing no, yeah. about Christian Bale's no, Batman that's interesting is the conclusion that no. this Batman comes to in this movie is where Christian Bale's Batman starts. He's mm. flying back to the United States, going, "I need to give the Gotham, I need to give Gotham hope." That's he never has the anger. He never has the vengeance huh. thing to him. He yeah. is straight off rip. I need to inspire hope in this city. Like immediately. Yeah. Uh they don't they didn't give him any time to develop as a Batman. He just was the Batman we know. Yeah. Uh and that's what I like about this is that they gave us an or like an anti-origin, you know, like the way they did with the Spider-Man trilogy, where it's like, oh, he's about to become the Spider-Man we know and love. Uh-huh this Batman is about yeah. to become the Batman we know and love at the end of this movie. The smallest uh, person on this trailer is Bruce Wayne. Like it just doesn't even matter. You know, like you know, your eyes aren't even drawn like to know there's a character down there almost like, it's just, I don't know. I love how they like really focused on that. Like he's just truly the Batman and Bruce okay. Wayne is just like, that's his alter ego. Did y'all get not, the free poster? Dude, I was wondering about that. Yeah, I got, I, I got, I got a free poster. Damn, when I went. lucky! I did not I didn't get, get one. No. I got a promotional cup. Mm. Damn! Uh, oh, and really I got, cool. and I got a Batman uh, popcorn. Dang! Oh yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! Mm. No, yeah, but I will say uh, another really cool thing that I didn't really uh, think about until I was like going to the movies was that this was the first Batman movie I got to watch on the big screen. Mm. Uh, and for a I character don't... that I've loved all my life, you know, like I, when I realized that I was like, oh my God, I'm going into maybe my, my favorite comic book characters ever. First movie I've ever watched in theaters. That's uh -huh. really fucking awesome. Mm. I, I, I wish that it was mine. Cause I fell asleep during the dark night in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> you were like seven. Now, exactly. Which is why I fell asleep. Is this Wayne Manor? Like, is it at top of... Wayne Tower. Okay, so this is separate. So he still has oh. the manor, right? Like, still has the mansion, or he just doesn't... I was confused about that, or... where does Batman that, that, live? Yeah. I, I... Well, when he's driving back, when we get the reveal that Alfred was pipe-bombed an hour ago on his way uh, when Bruce is trying to call and stuff, and you see the tower sm smoking, Yeah. Uh, that was, I think... They just happen the, to have a part of the yeah, like a penthouse. Like the very top is just yeah, living. the very top of the tower is just where he lived. And that um, this is also like the Wayne Tower, like that one that's downtown, right? Like place of business. Yeah, and the, his yeah. back cave is underneath Wayne Tower, which is like that's kind of or maybe this isn't his right. back cave. Maybe this is just his like garage. Oh no, you know, his his back Wayne cave was tower, in a, like it in, was in a Wayne subway station. It, I, yeah, Wayne. Terminal. Well, I thought he went Wayne like underneath. Terminal. 
Like is, uh, is Wayne Terminal under Wayne Tower? It looked like he was driving towards Wayne Tower. Oh. At least they gave you that idea, and then he went underground. Okay. So I guess it's some underground. somewhere underneath the city, basically. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious if he does still have the mansion and like a back cave back there, like an actual cave cave, you know, instead of just like a sub you know, abandoned subway station. I really liked but, this though. Mm, this I really like yeah. his take on the back mm-hmm. cave. Uh, just because, like, I like a re uh, a reinterpretation of things I've already seen in a new and fascinating way. Mm. Uh, this bat suit, straight off rip, very oh, fascinating. God. Something we've never seen before. Yeah. Uh, the Bat Cave being a, a hollowed out subway terminal, loved that. Like, uh, that was just fucking beautiful. The Batmobile, not not the same kind of Batmobile you've, you're used to. You know, like it's it's just a car with some modifications. Uh, mm. with some upgrades, uh, that look right there. If you go back a couple, that that, that was the only. That's what I was talking about. He used the uh, whites of oh, his eyes very. He does use the light of his eyes? Oh, oh my um, god! I will say the one scene where I thought Bruce Wayne, Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne, really shined was when uh that scene. Go back one when he was con- confronting uh, Valcone. Yes, mm. yes. That was. I was like, this is what I want. Robert Pattinson to look like when he's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, no, because that's the thing too. It's like when I was thinking about what I think is the emotional heart of the film, it is the series of scenes where he is Bruce Wayne. Really? Uh, it's the it's the series of scenes where he goes and visits Alfred in the hospital after visiting Carmine that Falcone. Even look real. Go back one. Look at the way that like the that they just they stand in the city. Like it looks like a. It looks like hyper reality almost. Mm. That's the thing is that like I, there's something mystical about the Gotham they've built here, and it's not like I cannot see Christian Bale Batman fighting Clayface. Clayface well, could exist in this Gotham, yeah, you know. And Christian Bale's like, voice is almost too theatrical for this. Like that was something I I really noticed from. Where from I mean, yes, voice. the like, voice. Oh my it, gosh! It was, it was he just uses a normal, normal-ish voice. Obviously, when yeah. he's like "I'm vengeance" and in fighting, he's like angry. So, like you know, obviously it's more "uh." But like whenever he's just talking to Gordon or whatever, you know, it's just kind of like not super casual voice, but it's kind of soft. Yeah. Like he kind of goes, he kind of goes with like a more whispery tone. Just kind of like, yeah. But what does it mean? It was cut off when he was alive. Incarcerations yeah. around the wound, or like whatever you know. Like it, yeah, it was more mm-hmm. mellow, but uh. Oh, man. I love, and you know, something we have not talked about that I really want to talk about here an hour in is Batman and Catwoman together on screen. Okay. Uh, Yo, straight off rip, there was a, there's some, there's a scene in this where I'm like, huh, interesting. That's going to get hit. That's going to get shit. uh, Mm. When, you know, Bruce is out there peeping with his, uh, peeping with his goggles then follow Zoe Kravitz into her bedroom. And I was like, Oh, and now he's just watching her get undressed. Huh? All right. Well, He, uh, he lowered him a little bit and I'm like, okay, good guy. Not going to watch her, watch her change. But then right he's, like, up, <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing, you know, he's Batman. He's trying to get the information. He's got to keep his eyes on. I, I, I generally get it. But like, uh, <laughs> that's, 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 that's probably that's exactly what but, uh, they expect us to think his reasoning was no it, it is you know and uh well that's the thing this this bruce gets no bitches there is not a bone in his body that's horny you know what i'm saying like he's he is about his business fuck everything else there was not a sexually motivated thing behind his uh appreciate his watching catwoman at the mm. beginning uh 
uh, there's something that develops, but like it couldn't be more clear that this Bruce Wayne has no bitches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, and I, I really like that they play it as a sort of it's not a traditional romance in any sort of way. It's a very complex relationship that they have that somehow ends up in romance because that's the vibe I get from. Particularly, I'm thinking of Batman, Catwoman, and the Batman the animated series. Like, yeah, um, yeah. which is another just yeah. The this scene? this is on par with that. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I. Batman the animated series until this is my favorite Batman content. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's that's the best Batman content there is for me. And uh you know, Batman Mask of the Phantasm and the animated series going along with it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's strong. Uh this builds on that. Like the uh this has more inspiration derived from like the animated series and like this looks like if you look up uh the long Halloween comic run and like There's look one, at the it's art partly based off of the long halloween right yes it is it is it is definitely hardcore inspired uh by it but like uh the way that some stuff is lit in this movie i was watching straight straight from that shit pages out of the long halloween you know mm-hmm. like uh some of the shit was just brilliant but yeah, there's like silhouette shots in that where they utilize orange really, really effectively. I really, I really want to watch the. There's a long Halloween um, movie on HBO. Yeah, part one and two. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go probably check that out. You soon. definitely should because it's it's just an adaptation of it, you know. And then if yeah. you're if you're looking for more uh, stuff that influenced this, uh, Year One, Batman. That's another one that's been adapted into an animated thing. Batman Year One. Uh, oh shit! That's all on eight. Damn. HBO. HBO yeah. is a lot of Batman hey, stuff. Break is next week too. Yeah. Um. Oh, but the scene where uh, where Catwoman was asking him for help, she was like, I, "You got to help me, Vengeance. You, you know, you gonna are you gonna do it? Whatever." And then he's like, "I don't know." Like, kind of hesitant. Or be scarred under there. Yeah. But then he's he, you know, she doesn't kiss him, you know, until he's like, "Don't make a move without me." He was like, he was agreeing, and she was like, "Oh my god, th- you're gonna help me." Ah, like, and it was like. Then like they kissed. Yeah, and it was, I like, loved it. It just made it, it. It didn't feel forced, you know. It felt right, and it felt like it mm. made sense with this like even just super reclusive Batman. Like it, ah, uh, uh, I don't know. I, it was so beautiful. Like no, yeah, it was really interesting. You know, my, uh, Emily, Emily had some thoughts on it oh, as we were leaving. She was like, it felt forced, really, and I could, I could understand, I could understand that to a degree. You know, I could, uh. I could get that the, you know, it's Batman and Catwoman. They're going to have a romantic relationship and it's kind of unclear what leads them there. Uh, but I think it's just kind of a, I mean, obviously a mutual attraction. Uh, hmm. A That's kind of what Batman and Catwoman are kind of base level always built on is that they're both like, wow, this person is very physically attractive. Let's see where this goes. Hmm. Um, I mean, they're, they're the only, you know, like she had, you know, her, her partner, or at least good friend, Anika. I don't know, like, uh, Monica, seemed yeah. romantic at least. Um, called her baby, you know, and like at, was holding her, mm-hmm. you know. I, I don't know. I guess, um, maybe just a really good friend. Um, but like, yeah, that's the thing too. It's like I, I, I definitely didn't get uh, romantic vibes, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I, I guess I wasn't looking for it. Yeah, you know. So like, yeah. maybe if I, maybe if I see it again, I'll be like, oh yeah, maybe, there's definitely something the, there. The point of me and bringing she, that up though was that like she lost, you know, her and like he like 
Batman is helping her kind of through the situation, you know, per- mm. protect or wanting to protect her, even though she's like, I can take care of myself, you know, like they have this cute back and forth. Um, and like whenever he puts the contact in, you know, for the first time, he's like, look at, look me. at me. And then it's just, just making sure it's an okay. Oh, yeah. We're not actually yeah. whatever. Um, like all these, I don't know, like there were cute moments and that that's why I wouldn't say it was like completely forced is, uh, I don't know, like, uh, like, Obviously, Catwoman and Batman are going to have something like it's like it's just going to happen. Oh, like I feel like oh, they rip, did. bro. They built sexual tension immediately <laughs> whenever she was uh whenever she was breaking into the safe and she he goes, "You're pretty good at that." <laughs> and then they fight, <laughs> like, yeah. and then he like slams her on the table, like holding one of her legs mm-hmm. up, and it's like, oh, and then he and then he holds her against <laughs> the wall, covering her mouth and stuff. Yeah. I was like, and you and I'm I'm like I want to read like a novelization where like they like go over like the things that are going through their head. Cause I was like, you know, what's coming through in this scene for me with Catwoman is like, she is supposed to feel angry. She is supposed to be like, I need to fight this guy. I need to get away, but she can't help, but feel safe. Mm. Yeah. God damn it. In this moment, you know what I'm saying? Like she can't help, but be like, Oh, this kind of dope. You know? Yeah. When, like specifically when when he's holding her his hand over her mouth like you can tell she like kind of like protests for a second and yeah. then she just kind of like exhales and it's yeah. like she's just kind of cool and i'm like oh that was just they, a really they were great. really nailing just that dynamic of silent communication between them two like it wanted yeah. them to they wanted the viewer to really know like they are on the same page even when they are fighting <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh but my favorite my favorite moment is the the moment of resolution between between them two whenever mm. she's got Carmine Falcone dead to rights and he takes the gun from her and is like you don't need to pay with him. You've paid enough. Oh. I was like <laughs> Yeah. Yes. She has paid enough. She has paid enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Every culmination of this movie was just like the Riddler's culmination, oh, their culmination. Um, it felt like a Oz, real mystery, mm, like, like the whole the whole way. Hey, here's my thing. I think back to some some other movie theater experiences I've had with comic book movies recently. You know, I think to Eternals uh, specifically. We get to that last act, right? <laughs> and it's like a that's a comic book movie ass last act you know like it's like villain forces are gonna come and we're gonna have to fight with the hero- heroic forces a mega mind a whole celestial whole yeah like we're gonna it's gonna come together in a real way we're gonna fight and you know she's gonna make this man stone in the ground uh i watched this i'm watching eternals going well the eternals are gonna be fine yeah. I'm watching this and I'm like, I don't know if Batman makes it out of this movie. Right. Like, like is he dying? The, the, yeah. the way the way they were like, now it's flooding. I'm like and, I'm like, how far are we gonna take this? Is everyone just gonna fucking die? And they have such now a, there are gunners up in this bitch. What's gonna like they I'm on the edge of my seat the whole time. They have such a unique opportunity with this first movie too, because you don't know if there are more. We still don't know if there are more. Real, there's obviously going to be another one, but like th- watching it the whole time, that was a major thought for me. I'm like, if this is a one-off Batman, man, they really raised the fucking stakes on us. Like, I mean, the double barrel shotgun. I was like, okay, he didn't kill him now, but like he he could die here, and I'm like, this is holy shit. You know, whenever he got shot, that was like 
theater silent. You know, everyone was like, what the fuck? Oh. Like, really? Oh, I – I love a theater reacting in a loud way, like when Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire pop up in No Way Home. But when he cut the wire and fell into the water, I didn't hear a fucking thing. And that is so much better. That is so much better. Whenever I can feel the tension in the room, everyone being like... Because we were like, the shotgun, we're like, okay, he's not fully dead. He can maybe come back from this. But then we were like, he's already so weak right now. And like... Holy, like, oh, like, he's dead. Like, I'm like, holy yeah. fuck, he's dead. Like, they really just did that. Like, oh my, and then, like, he comes out of the water, and I was like, <gasps> like, literally, like, I think that's the the next noise you heard was people, like, yeah. or the, like, the breath that they finally took. Whenever he yeah, took his, like, first breath out of the water, like, it was like, we're all taking, oh my god, it, that moment was insane. Um, no, I just absolutely oh. loved, loved that dude. And, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, Bat- Batman and Catwoman uh, riding their bikes next to each other. That's, oh, uh, my that's God. Awesome yeah, the bikes were fucking awesome. Oh, I loved watching them. Like, they, they take full advantage of the fact that there's really nothing cooler than a sexy man and a sexy woman riding motorcycles <laughs> together. Just some you know? good music. Oh, Just some good music. Just some, oh, and every time they every time they turned on the the fucking Nirvana. Something uh-huh. in the way. <laughs> 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 Nirvana just saw a massive uptick in stream. I've been listening oh, to the soundtrack yeah, the whole time in the background, like as we've been recording. Have they released the Batman soundtrack? Oh yeah, though? oh yeah. Michael Giacchino a, also did No Way Home. Also did Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Also did Doctor Strange. Yeah. This man's got the fucking bag on him. Mm. And let me tell you, this was better than any soundtrack he's ever done. The way that the fucking Batman theme has just been stuck in my head this it's like and i was thinking i'm like okay which uh when i'm comparing dark knight and this i'm like what what aspects are better soundtrack like this one's not even close um between dark knight and and this one the the soundtrack in the batman is is far better than uh, the dark knight i mean really the dark knight is just like a high-pitched screech and that's like the it's whole. Hans Zimmer it's doing still his really Hans good. It, it's still great. He does. Hans the Zimmer likes the yeah. fucking sound yeah. a lot, and, and he use, utilizes it. That the Dark Knight soundtrack only really works if you're watching the movie, but this soundtrack works just listening just to been, it. And I've been, been yeah, I've been on repeat. It, it's been on repeat the whole time, the whole album. And like, I thought I just liked the main theme and like the 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 bum 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 you know i thought that's like what i was going to take out of it but then i'm realizing like all these (laughs) (laughs) like bro i'm in the theater my third viewing like fucking Mm. yes (laughs) but then like the riddler the little like dancing as he's like Mm. he's walking onto the screen all slow and they're building it up and i'm like i'm like doing the keys with my hands i'm like "Mm." I'm like, God, this is hard. And I've been doing nothing but listening to that for like two weeks. Hi, Claire. So I know the musical cues a lot better. <laughs> like, I went into the movie knowing the musical cues. Mm. Like, I was listening to that. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and they're good because they, they really set the tone really well. Like, just in the it's it's not this massive orchestral sort of vibe. It's this really grungy, like, metal vibe to the whole mm. thing. Oh, and it's got this thorough, like, if you go watch 
I've been watching Batman the Animated Series ever since, just kind of been in a Batman mm-hmm. mode ever now. If you watch that show and listen to that soundtrack, they did that and then gave it the grunge that Robert Pattinson's Batman kind of brings uh, with his Nirvana vibe, mm-hmm. his Kurt Cobain-ass vibe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, like, I, I listened to the Batman Animated Series, like, theme at the beginning of the episode, and I'm like, oh, shit, you know what? This isn't a... Uh, this isn't too far off. It doesn't feel like you add a little bit of a baseline and you add some, uh, some intensity to it. And we're, we're right there, but, uh, like it's just got this thorough influence of Batman ass music. Batman ass music. Yeah. And that's all it needs to be like, (laughs) Mm. I mean, even not just the main theme, but then like the, the little Riddler, like little mysterious little, like, or like, uh, even Catwoman's like, Catwoman's got like, my favorite theme. Mm, like, ugh, it's that that one's my favorite theme in the movie. Uh, I love the very first song on the album, "Can't Fight City Halloween." Oh my god, that shit is fucking fantastic because that's that's what we're kicking off the movie mm-hmm. with. Yeah. You know, like that's. Like the like the way that like the tension just keeps building and build like it in louder and louder, like in all the songs, you know, it's always like just building, just anxious, just tension. Like, Oh my God. Like all of these songs, like you hear them and then you like know what part of the movie that they were playing from. And you're like, Oh my God, that's right. When that happened, or like, that's right. When he cut the line, you know, and then it went silent, you know, and like, or whatever. And uh, like, oh, I don't so know. I have something here. I've got some. All right. So, if he says Thursday, October 31st, and this is modern, it can only take place in 2019 or it can take place in 2024. And if it is 2019 and it's 20 years, 20 year anniversary since his parents has, have been dead this week, do me a favor and look up box office 1999 on Halloween and it'll be a website called box office mojo and tell me what is number 10 on that list. Some Riddler level uh, uh, levels of, uh, of distillation here. Contrivance. Contrivance. That's the word I was looking for. That's exactly the word I was looking for. <laughs> Wait, I don't know if I'm on the right. Oh, uh, the Blair Witch Project. Is that number 10? Am I looking at the right list? No, uh, here, I'll send it in the group chat real quick. Because this is. I thought this was hilarious when I found this. I couldn't believe it. I'm sending the text now. Yeah. This, in theory, this is the movie they were leaving when they were shot in Crime Alley. Number 10 on that list. Damn. I'm sorry. Number 10. In theory, in 1999, the Waynes were leaving the number 10 movie on this list when they were shot Wait, wh- and killed. Why do we know it's the number 10 movie on this list they were leaving? Just because it's, it's called, called Bats. Yeah. Bats. <laughs> Fair enough. They could. I would have probably gone for the Fight Club, you know. Hey, you know, it is what it is. But I feel like if if we're talking like this Blue man Street. became Batman... And num- like domestic box office wise, number ten during that Halloween was the was bats. That's insane. Wow, I've never even heard of this movie. That's uh, like that's pretty cool how time just kind of worked out like that. Um, 
Yeah, because there's no way that was intended. No. Oh my god! If you don't think <laughs> it's just like fuck, we got to redo the whole movie. I mean, History doesn't line up. Do you know about? Uh, do you know about like if you actually go to ratalada.com, like it's an actual oh, yeah. thing, yeah. like in I've like an actual that. ARG that like yeah. people have that, solved this. Like there's like that's crazy a... coordinates and like stuff that happens. Oh yeah, know? like there's a uh, uh, there's a message that it gives you that's like uh, there is something coming. This is not the mm-hmm. end. Da, 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 da. I, I saw that on Twitter. Uh, yeah, it looks pretty dope. Yeah, but oh, am I the only one who knows the freaking difference between that and law? Wobble Espanol, fellas. <laughs> oh wait. Uh, oh, this was seventy percent earlier today. So this is this yeah, is slowly going up. going up. Ooh, this, this yeah, is it's going up. It was at fifty four when I checked. This is this so, is uh, interesting. Yeah, and a whole cipher here. Um, they're like that's why I'm thinking like the Riddler. Even though we think like it's not going to his plan and not everything worked out for him. I'm like, I don't know. I think this dude's a lot more calculated than that. And like, uh, I've read that at the rate, this is going this, this ticker here. Uh, it coincides perfectly with when a Fortnite Batman skin is supposed to drop. So, <laughs> uh, so no! it could just be that. No, God damn it. Uh, I, no! Swear I'm pissed. I was hoping it was at least like an extended cut of the movie or something. Something that'd be awesome. No but, way uh, this is for Fortnite. Gotta bro. release the four hour. Version. No, yeah, I don't think it is. If it, I don't no, think if it is, it is though, I'm so that'd be so fucking. Funny. I mean, it's that's I'm hilarious. So funny. I hope um, not, but uh, it's not over yet. JPEG twelve hundred by fifteen hundred, dude. I, I I mean, this is probably all solved. I don't know why I'm trying to like. Act. I was gonna be like, ooh, let me let me freaking inspect element, go in here and, and, and freaking. That was – dude, actually they – I don't know. They were pretty cool the way they, they made, like, the riddles and, and like uh, – Oh, yeah. Like, no, it's, no, it was really – cool. yeah. I really dug it because I love when they got Penguin there and they're, like, laying out a fucking, like, whole thing. It's like, obviously you did this because all of this lines up too perfectly for you not to have. Yeah. And then he's like, I really got no fucking clue what you're talking about. I'm sorry. Did you say El Rata? Mm. And he's like, it's La Rata. And <laughs> – you know, Jim's like, it could it be a mistake? And Batman's they both like, look at each other. Mistake. I like the he goes. He literally says that'd be a pretty big mistake. Like I think that's hilarious. He's like that hadn't even occurred to me. Uh, which <laughs> I really love that they were like, oh man, we because it, it showed how Batman was like he gets a clue and he just yeah, he well, exactly. doesn't make mistakes, right. man. Uh, he's calculated. He, he's well, he's calculated all of this through and through. There were a couple things where I was like, I feel like Batman's probably thinking to himself, damn it, should have figured that out quicker. Um, yeah. At a lot of points in the movie, which is like hopeful for whatever version of Batman we get in the future, because like Batman just typically is like all knowing, like you just figured that shit out. And he still to an extent is in this movie, but he has some, he has some very uh, clear errors. And I think that's there on purpose. Unfortunately. Sorry. I, I was I was going too deep in the rabbit hole. They I, it is kind of it, it is, is kind of crazy though. Here. It is kind of crazy. They have this set up very cryptically. Like usually these uh like these files are like just hundreds of lines long, but they just put it all in one line so you have to like you can't just read it very easily. Like they made it annoying on purpose, which is like really cool that this goes like this deep. Even and I'm curious uh-huh. to see like how it was solved and I would I would assume it, it's it's using some of this stuff but um, I so hope it's not just for a Fortnite skin though but if so it's hilarious 
Um, That'd be hilarious to put up. Uh, one of my favorite scenes in this movie, also that we haven't uh, we haven't touched on yet, is Jim and uh, the Batman at the police precinct. Whenever he's like, "Give me the room," I'll I'll, I'll make him cooperate. And then like some uh, Emily asked me like, "Why are they acting like that?" And it's like, "Well, Jim Jim's trying to portray that he's angry to everyone else, mm. uh-huh. and so he's like." You gotta punch me in the face, and like he like he like looks like he's getting angry, but he's like yeah. stressing his words and it's a little like, chest push like, at whispering. the beginning, like a little ugh, and like yeah. or whatever. Listen yeah. to me. <laughs> he like pokes him in the chest. He's gives him a little punch. I gotta get you like, out of here. I, I, was, yeah. I was a bit I blown away, but I, as soon as they open on the scene of all the policemen surrounding him, I was like, all right, we're about to get some absolutely ridiculous shit right here. Oh. <laughs> He's like, we should just take the mask off. Like, I love that shit. He just, like, gets up. He's like, woo, woo. He's like, great. Now I got you on assaulting an officer. Mm. You got me on assaulting three. <laughs> I was like, oh, because he only assaulted two. What are you going to do? Throw him in jail? Okay. At that point, oh. he'd only assaulted two, which means he was going to beat that man's <laughs> fucking damn. ass right then and there. Damn. Oh, damn. Uh, That's sick. <laughs> And Jim oh, pushed no. him up against the wall. He's like, "Hey, this ain't how you want to do this." And I loved his response. He was like, "He was like, oh, you too, Jim. You too. <laughs> oh, I whooped that ass as well. Mm. Uh, oh man, shit. no, I love this. Could have at least pulled that punch. I did. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> of course he did. I, uh, I I think I've been properly properly jazzed up. I, I actually got to head out here pretty soon to get. To- <laughs> no, yeah, I figured. I was I was like eight o'clock's probably the wrap up time here. So with that, we've talked a lot, and there will be further talking about this movie in the future. We'll probably even do a live commentary on it when it releases on HBO Max in a month. Um, oh, it's releasing on HBO Max. Fuck yeah, on April nineteenth, they're doing a really quick turnaround. Thank God. Uh, with I could not that, have waited that long for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> if I hadn't seen it already. Yeah, I uh let's do let's do ratings and reviews. Okay. Let's do our uh let's do our five stars in each in each little section. Oh yeah, I love that too. The way Matt Reeves uh utilized uh So it was her leaks. It was not her. They knew that that she would get leaked wearing that. That's awesome. That's sick. Yeah. This is just like before, this is probably just like a, these are set pictures, like uh, all these ones. I've yeah, heard like behind the scenes. That. And yeah, that, that's that so calculated. That's pretty so cool. So anyone who was like knew the leaks and stuff saw that scene and were like, yep, it's her. And then she turned and it wasn't her. And we're like, wait, what? It's like, oh my God. It's like, <laughs> uh, it's like a whole photo dump of like the Riddler did basically like of, of the outside the iceberg lounge. It's basically the same thing, but just yeah. for her that they like released. That's for her. And that, that's kind of cool. Like, uh, it's kind of cool. They're very it meta. Like, like, it seems that they're very, like, they know, uh, yeah. they're, they're, they're very smart about this. Beyond yeah. the world. It's pretty cool. We know. Yeah. Uh, I really love it. So. Yeah. Like where, where we're, why are they we got, taking we got them like that? Star. Yeah. They're taking them like, they're taking it like a stalker, like from position, like you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they want to make it seem like it's paparazzi. Yo, I didn't even think about the fact that the pictures that the Riddler used of the Iceberg Lounge were taken from his apartment because he was right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy crap, yes. The whole t- – oh, my yeah. God, that's nuts. That's nuts. Yeah, because they're taken from yeah. that angle up and down. 
Holy shit. Yo. I can't believe I've watched it three he's right times. There the whole time. Yeah, he's been there the whole time. Wow. Damn. He's just been up there this whole time. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's just been up there this whole time. Ah, oh, dude, I fucking love. I bring the rat into the light. Mm. We're such oh, a great terrible. team. Look, Ridiculous. I did nothing for you. <laughs> no. no. This wasn't how this was supposed to go. Mm. <laughs> but it is. He's very calculated. He knew he was going to Arkham. He knew he was going there, obviously. At, oh, we haven't even talked about that scene. Sorry. Last thing. How'd you feel about that? The Joker tease. Arkham. I'm very, very Arkham, the game, like Joker, like the look that you, the silhouette, the extended chin, yeah. it looks like he's like, yeah. Mid- oh yeah. How about that? It's Druid. Oh yeah. Oh, the laugh yeah. was, well, just, mm, the only way I'd be satisfied with another Joker right now is if he doesn't start as the Joker, because that's why the Joker movie was so good. Like he didn't start as the Joker. That's why this movie is so good. He's, I mean, I guess he starts as the Batman, but it's like he's a very different Batman. He hasn't, like, he hasn't grown into his own. As right. Yeah. yeah. Like if, if they're like Batman's already dealt with the Joker, that's going to be a lot less uh, mm. compelling for me in terms of. My guess is that he's just a, a person in an insane asylum right now. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Just just a patient in Arkham. Uh, I don't know. Because he, he he's been at it for two years, and it makes me it makes me feel that in those two years he put Joker in Arkham, or maybe and just it, him, maybe maybe just I took it um, I took this movie as the first time he's had an arch nemesis, someone mm-hmm. who is expressly yeah. a supervillain. Okay, fair. Ooh, they could um, I, they could be doing it the the way they did it in the Netflix show Gotham, um, where um, it's Joker. He go, but it's like pre Joker. Um, he just becomes like he just laughs maniacally and like he's not the truly the Joker yet, where he's you know hiring people and like doing many many other things. Um, yeah. but then he goes to Arkham for a while. Um, becomes the Joker like in Arkham makes him like even crazier, and then like he like, I ooh that, that I don't know, but it looked like he already had green hair and very very pale skin, and it, 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 it yeah. It, he, yeah, he looked Joker yeah, as fuck. So. Uh, one thing I will say: this was the only this was the only scene in the movie where I was like, I'd be willing to bet a studio demanded that. Um, and I'd be willing to bet they were like, make it a post credit scene, and he was like, I'm not going to do that mm. shit. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'll figure out how to get it in the movie. We're not Marvel. That was a you know like it, it was very post credit. Oh, it just it all kind but, of felt like that yeah. too. Like they were making it. It felt like the movie was making a point. Hey, superhero movies have not had to look the way they've mm-hmm. looked. Um, they could look like this. Mm. They could look uh, like this. And boy, it was just fucking beautiful. So, in terms of enjoyment, I'm at a firm five. Oh, oh yeah, same here. There's no doubt about that. Oh, yeah, duh. Gotta rate it. Um, yes, yes, we do. Um, yeah, so I'm at a straight up five in terms of enjoyment. I haven't really loved a movie straight out of the theater this much ever i don't think uh besides maybe like endgame because of what endgame was Mm -hmm. and this is a standalone batman movie the first of i haven't seen any of these characters completely new reimagination like that's fucking awesome so where i'm at right now five of five in enjoyment critically or you know let's go to genre as a superhero detective noir Mm. yeah yeah oh pretty genre defining (laughs) I mean, I think this 
it's crazy that this is the first installment of of the trilogy you know like it's genre defining already like uh and we're right out of it and this could be recency bias you know like we're right hot of it but i don't think so like i am like it's that good like i'm i'm using this because i watched spider-man no way home three months ago and i loved that Mm. movie for what it was this was 1050 percent a better movie. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah. I, yeah. I 100%. No, or is it four? I was thinking it was December 16th. Because it was in mid December, December, January, December, January, February, February. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Ah, yeah wait. But, uh, but, uh, all right. So you think, I mean, so, I mean, if, if it's five, five, I mean, I wouldn't put it in terms of a film, you know, like five's got to be like a, yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's, a, uh, it's not a, because there is there is there it it does feel a little bloated. I don't know that it does need to be as long I as agree. it is, but I also don't know what you'd cut. I don't know what you cut. Um, it was shot beautifully. So that's, that's visually, it was insane. And I mean, it it either <laughs> it either was needed to acting cut, was incredible. It it either it either needed to cut some stuff out or act some more stuff in and just be that four hour cut. But right. That's that's. You know, I'm thinking like there, absolute floor. Floor is like seven five. seven five, yeah. Like that's the floor, and I I feel like that's still a little low. I was thinking like four eight was sounding right and reasonable, um, for me. I could go for. Um, I could go for that too. I'm trying to I think mean, uh, of like a, a for like nine. a Jurassic Park a four nine four three nine, on a on a film. My neighbor Tutorial four nine. Dead poets a four nine. Um, yeah. Four eight fell, feels really right. Yeah, and four eight. The Godfather feel, is right. a four eight. Jaws is a four eight. The Shining, Raiders of the Lost Ark. So it's in great okay. company. I'm now more at a four point um, seven. Yeah, um, <laughs> four point seven five. Boys in the Hood. Um, four point seven. Apocalypse Now. Four point seven. I think it needs Godfather to be Part at least Two. Four point eight overall. Um. Oh, and it will be. It will be. So okay, if if. We go four point seven five. That makes it a four point nine two, which would average, make it, um, which is point zero one below The Godfather, um, but above Godfather Part Two. Um, obviously, below Star Wars in our ranking. Above that's, I mean, it's tied with My Neighbor Totoro, Dead Poet Society, and that feels right to me. I like that. Yeah, I like that in terms of because those are those are all doing three very different things very well, similar to how this is. Oh, spoilers for our fifty-two year journey through. Sorry, heard any of that yet? Oopsies. Uh, <laughs> that comes this uh, in a couple days. We've got nineteen eighties The Shining coming out, though. You're ready for that, I bet. Um, that's a that's a yeah. Oopsies. Um, Oopsies! I forget that we we record those so far in advance, but uh, all right, I'm feeling good about that. And the fact yeah. that we left a superhero movie with a four nine two, I don't think I don't think there'd be another movie in terms of a superhero movie that I'd I'd rate quite as highly. Uh, and it is because it went so singular in that in its vision for its genre. You know, like it there isn't another superhero movie like it. You know, it's uh. Mm. It is incredibly individual, uh, and therefore it had to be genre defining. You know, like uh, mm-hmm. that's just how it goes. Oh yeah, I'm sound with that. You know, I'm not like four point nine two seems just like a high score to give any movie, but like I don't know, it just seems right. 
Um, yeah, it's in, in it's in right company with with the other movies that that we've covered and are yet to cover. Um, and you know we'll we'll reevaluate. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll do this again in a month when we're, we're when we're covering when we're doing like a live commentary or some shit. We'll do a whole Batman thing. Uh, the Batman binge will continue. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, four point nine two out of five stars. That's strong. That's really strong. Mm. And with that, yeah, we conclude the Penny Bloom podcast. Twas I, Colton Robertson. I was joined by the magnificent Tavares Pennington. Thank you, thank you. Pleasure being here. Pleasure being here. Oh, it was a pleasure having you. And we were also joined by the wonderful Joseph George. Oh, thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for allowing me to nerd out over the movie. Finally, I've. Uh, it's nice. Oh, I've nice to be able to do that. I know. I do feel. Yeah. I feel. I feel. Oh yeah. I feel Itch ready to watch scratch. it again, and yes. also. Ah, thank you. Yes, and if you are, if you're digging it, you're digging what we're what we've got going on. The whole vibe we've, we're we're putting out into the universe. Uh, go ahead and head to patreoncom slash Bloom, where you'll find well over 24 hours of exclusive content, including brand new a uh, an Obi Wan Kenobi trailer discussion, about 30 minutes, uh, nice and nice and simple. Uh, we had a lot of fun there. A uh, ton of other stuff, but that's the most recent release. Um, if you would head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast, and uh, yeah, remember peace, love, and bloom, and I'm vengeance. Oh.